Today's the day. Today's the day. Did I get sliced? Oh, in the face. Hey, why are you slicing me? It's not right. Whoa, whoa, you're getting a little aggressive there. You need to relax, buddy. Yeah, I know. You always want to attack. You're an attacker. Hey, don't be... You know, hey, you know what? Hey, what's up? Welcome, everybody, to Dead and No, episode 117. And what is today? Today is day number 1,000 of being... A st- well, actually, it's day 1,005. But I didn't do a podcast uh, five days ago on that day, so I'm doing it today. But it's 1,000-ish... Day of being a stay-at-home father. Wow, over a thousand days. I know, I know. It's it's really uh, nobody thought I could be this lazy for over a thousand days, but but I was able to do it. I was able to do it. People doubted me. They're like, "There's no way your wife is gonna leave you. Your kids are gonna kill you. You're gonna go crazy." And no, no. Instead, uh, they went crazy, and my wife stayed. So why are you why are you doing that to me? You you're a big boy. Well, then get the Cheez-Its from the box. Oh, actually, these are not Cheez-Its. These are cheddar cheese. These are C-H-Z to the second power by H-E-B, who is not a sponsor, but we buy H-E-B brand because it's a few cents cheaper, right? Isn't that what we all do? Isn't that what all good parents do when we buy our processed foods that we give to our children? No, it's totally organic Uh cheese crackers grown in the uh, wild of Kansas City, I believe is where they get it. These are all facts. Anyway, so son, it's been a thousand days I've been a stay-at-home dad. How, how, what do you think of me staying home for a thousand days with you and sister, even though this past year sister's going to school? Why do you live there for a long life? I've lived for a long life? How old am I? Oh yeah, you told me that before. Never mind. I'm 15, so I had we had you when I was nine. Is that what you're telling me? Yup. Yup. Oh man. So uh, what do you think? Another another thousand days of me being a stay-at-home dad. Is that what we're gonna do? Actually, it's actually. Actually, I brought that. Oh, I want that. I want that. Stop saying that. That's all. And every time he sees a commercial on television, he's like, I want that. I want that. I want, I give me that. I want that. My daughter does the same exact thing. What? Oh, oh, oh. Pick that up, please. You what? You've lived a long life, too? I've been born for 100 days. You've been born for 100. That would make you only three months old, son. You're six years old. So that's more like... 2,000 days, isn't it? It's like 2,000 days. 365 times 6, so 300 times 6 is 1,800. And you got 65 times 6. So six, I, it's it's a lot. It's over 2,000, I believe. I, you can do the math yourself. Over 1,000. What have I learned about being a stay-at-home father? Not not easy. Uh, it's not hard, hard. It's just tedious. Um, try to get my own company off the ground fmcw studios a lot of uh a lot of failures but a lot of learning shoot the way i see it is 
is uh, I got to spend, I gave up money to spend time with my kids and be happy. So, not gave up money, sacrificed money. So, well, actually not sacrificed money. My wife is the one that did the sacrificing because now she's making the bulk of the money. And then uh, next year it gets scary. Next year it gets scary because this is we didn't know what we we're gonna do as far as 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 uh, me. Well, am I gonna work from home still? Am I am I gonna go look for a job and sell cars? Am I? What am I? And I've been able to get some work, which has been nice. Some opportunities, which I did not get, but I think they can keep coming. Like in July, Comedy Central. I went I went on to the second. A round of digital creator which in the scheme of things means absolutely nothing but when you've been working hard at stand-up and comedy and and trying to do your own business to be noticed for the first time makes you feel good inside and then it makes you feel horrible when you don't move on um and then this past one i think i could talk about it i won't say uh, i think i could say what it's called just uh people just do nothing it's a show that was on the BBC or BBC Two or Three. I don't know. It was a mockumentary style, and they're bringing it to America. And I got to, I got to send in two tapes for the lead role because the guy in the UK actually, uh, we kind of look alike. We kind of look alike. Uh, he's like a Middle Eastern version of me. We look alike. I I look like the Middle Eastern version of me. What the hell am I talking about? And I auditioned for that. And I don't know if you've seen my sketches, but if you know, if you've seen those sketches, you know that I can't act very well. So that's probably why I didn't get it. But I took some... I've taken acting lessons before. Uh, I don't like it. Don't take it like acting lessons. Because you got you to gotta be you gotta be silly. Wasn't stand-up silly? Yeah, but it's my silly. I'm deciding what's silly. Or maybe it's just I'm lazy and I don't know how, how to memorize lines. I have to memorize lines too. Because I to that my acting coach... My acting... You hear me? My acting coach. The guy that was helping me... He, I was trying to read the script to him. He's like, oh, you don't know how to read. Okay, well, then you're going to have to memorize the lines. I can read, just it's hard for me to read with the correct emotion and read. But anyway, I didn't get that. But it was fun. It was nice. You know so that was a few months ago. You know a month ago. Yeah, I know how old you are. You're six. You were born in 2012. I'm 10,000. You're 10,000 what? 10,000 old. You're 10,000 seconds old? And why do you have rock? Why do you have rocks in your pocket? Is that why I find rocks in the house? Yeah, stop getting rocks from the playground and put them in your jacket because then it messes up the washer and the dryer. You can just hear rocks in the washer and the dryer, and my wife is like, "Why don't you check his pants and his pockets before you wash clothes?" I'm like, "Hey, first of all, why am I even washing clothes? That's your job, and not in a discriminating way, not in a like, oh, well, that's a woman's job. I meant that." As in, we split the chores, you do the laundry, I do the dishes, you do everything else, I pretend that I'm doing something productive. That's how we split the chores. Uh, it's pretty accurate. But yeah, I'll, I'll wash it. I don't, she hates washing dishes. I don't mind washing dishes. Even though my grandfather, the way I grew up, he, he saw me uh, washing dishes. He's like, men don't wash dishes. I'm like, my dad washes dishes all the time. And he, my grandpa's like, I stand by my words. I was like, dang, grandpa, all right. But yeah, I guess I'm like my dad. I don't mind washing dishes. It gets a little zen for me. I put on my phone with Netflix in the corner, and then I wash dishes. And she didn't even have to ask me to wash dishes because I don't like dirty kitchens. Even though our kitchen is dirty like right now, 
like all the time, but I don't let it stay dirty for days, maybe just one day. It's just that you're always clean. I'm always cooking. And clean. Also, I do the cooking. And I don't do laundry because I mess up the laundry and I mess up the folding. I don't know what this has to do with comedy or kids, but it does have to do with being a stay-at-home dad. I learned that about myself. I suck at laundry. She's like, uh, she goes, I don't like, she goes, you don't know how to fold. I'm like, uh, all the clothes are folded. What do you mean I don't want to fold? She goes, oh, let me, you don't know how to fold right. I was like, oh, 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 what do you mean you don't know how to fold right? You mean I don't know how to fold your way. And she was like, that's exactly what I just said. You don't know how to fold right, okay? I do it the correct way. You do it the wrong, frustrating way. Hmm? That's what you do. I want to see my shirt. I want to know what shirt I'm picking. Before I take it out. I don't want to have to unfold the shirt to see it. And you fold it into a tiny... This is what she's telling me, right? Like, you don't know what shirts you have? She was like, no, because I don't wear the same three shirts every day like you do. And I'm like, I don't wear three shirts every day. I wear the same three shirts every three days. That's what I do. Because they fit well. I'm all about fit and comfort. I guess that's where my son gets it. Oh, my daughter... My daughter is here. She's been on the podcast since... Day one, been a thousand days, mama, that I've been a stay-at-home dad. Do you like me staying home with you this time, even though you've been to school this past year? And, and, and most of the last year? So I guess I'm a part-time stay. I'm just a dad who stays home, right? Huh? So what, what have you liked about it? Come talk to me. Are you pooping? Then why are you doing that face? Come here. Come here, please. Do you have poo-poos? Then come talk to me, please. I'm going to pause it. Well, then come here. Come here. You just took a dump like a minute ago. I just changed your diaper. Are you saying you got poop again? No. Come here. Let me let me see. Turn around. No. That's a yes. Dang it, man. Just freaking poop on poop on poop on poop, huh? This is what you like, Zosa Bowser. Two years old. You, um... But you're not going to be like your brother. If you listen to this podcast, you know it took me almost... It took me four years, but it almost took me five years to probably train my son. Oh, you're a bad dad. I know. Thank you. He was just... He was uh, stubborn. And my daughter's about to turn three. And I know she... Uh, oh, no. She doesn't have poop. Never mind. She's just mad. She's probably trying to go. I'm going to go sit on the toilet. But, yeah, that was what the podcast was about. Just me... You don't know how frustrating it is to have to change a child that's already like taking grown dumps or maybe you do maybe you're a parent and you do know but it was disgusting and ridiculous and a fight and horrible bad times bad times anyway <laughs> not that bad he's a healthy kid he's just a stubborn kid that's all i mean you heard him beginning the podcast he he tried to try to slice me my daughter on the other hand we're gonna we're gonna potty train her right those bows you gonna, you gonna pee and poop in the toilet you want to go sit on the toilet right now? Let's go do that. Come on, before karate. Yes? No, no. Anyone? No. So, so uh, if, uh, I don't know if I'll put this out in time. Yeah, I'll put it out probably later today. Um, this week, the River Center Comedy Club is closing. And uh, I will be at the Improv tonight if I put this out. It's Tuesday. So I put this out Tuesday night. Uh, I'll be at the Improv tonight. So in the middle of listening to this, rush to the Improv downtown. And I don't know. You're probably not going to go, listeners. But um, it's sad. It's the end of the era. 
90, that, that club opened up in 92 and now it's closing and there's just going to be one club, the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, which uh, I heard is going to be turned into the Improv Comedy Club and there'll be one club and that sounds, and that that's, it's, uh, it's great that, that the, I don't want to say the actual improv, yeah, I'll say it, the actual improv is moving in because the improv that we had was not on the website. So even though it said improv, it was not really considered an improv. It was like they were licensing the name or something. So uh, now the real improv is moving in, and it's the guy who owns the ones in Dallas and Houston. So he owns all the improvs in Texas, and they're going to move it to San Antonio. And that's great because if you can get work there at the San Antonio Club, maybe you can get work there in Houston and in Dallas. But that means that that everybody has to start over again and next year in 2019 will be year nine for me and to start over again is not that's not bad everybody has to start over again especially when you move to a different city but when you stay in your same city and you got to start over again not not the first time either the second time and you're saying, what do you mean second time? Well, there's one time where I went and sold cars, so I couldn't I couldn't get to the open mic at a certain time, and I just didn't go to as many open mics as I did. I was still going up at least two or three times a week, but the club wasn't booking me, and, and it was like I had to start over again. So this time, I got to start over again. And that's a, and I was featuring at both clubs quite a bit. So that's a large, that's a few grand. That's a few grand out of my pocket for next year. But the chances, the, but there's 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 a good chance that in 2020, that I could be featuring in all the clubs. So I mean, in 2020, I could make even more money. I think there's a good chance. I hope there's a good chance. There has to be. I mean, shoot, man, I don't know what the hell else to do. Year nine, year. I'm so, I'm nervous. I'm because I don't get booked right now at the Houston Improv. I've performed there a few times, but I don't get booked there. I've never been to the Dallas Improvs. Uh, and then if I if if. I mean, I, I can bury my ego where I have to go back to just hosting here in San Antonio. If that's what it has to be, then that's what it has to be. But if if it's going to be tough for me to even get a hosting week, that's going to kill. You know what really, would really kill me, I feel, which I wouldn't stop doing stand-up, but what would really kill me is if the open mic completely changes and I have to go again at 7 o'clock and sign my name to get a card to maybe get on the list when it took six years to finally get on that bump list. And then they made it to where only four people could bump. And there's only like four features that go to the open mic or three features go to the open mic. So I got to bump all the time. And now I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. And that'd be uh, frustrating to have to sit through that again. Boo-hoo, Josh. Boo-hoo. It's not... Yeah, I'm not like... I don't know. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Maybe it's a good thing. Hopefully it's a good thing because uh, that's the only other way I could look at it. Right? So anyway, tonight's the last night. Or not... Tonight is the last night. I'm performing there at the River Center Comedy Club. But I believe this is the last week. And uh, damn it, I wanted a headline there at least one week. I did a one-nighter headlining there. No, I didn't. They booked me for a headlining it, and it didn't happen, I believe. 
I don't remember, but I always wanted to get at least one headlining booking week before it closed and it didn't happen. So on to the next one. I don't know. Maybe you'll be seeing me in Houston and Dallas improvs and then hopefully in other improvs across the United States because I have yet to perform in other states other than Florida. Damn, going on year nine, still not performing in all these clubs? I know, right? That just means you suck. I don't suck. It's just, I don't know. Uh, maybe you suck. I don't suck. It just, just hasn't, it hasn't happened. It will. I don't know what happened to y'all, Malvi. Put it on. Just press play. Hey, Isaiah. Uh, do two things. Press play for sister and then go to the room and get your karate outfit. No, I knew he was going to do that. Come on, get your karate outfit. We got to go to karate, your favorite place in the world. Every, every time you tell me, you're like, I want to be a karate guy. That's all you ever tell me. Okay, you want to be a ninja guy. So you got to practice to be a ninja guy, right? Jeez. Whew, Zozo, did you fart or poop? Come here. Woo! Yeah, you filled it up, girl. All right, pause it again. Man, Zozo. What are you eating, girl? Come on, let's go change your diaper. Oh, it stinks. You're eating crackers? It's the Cheez-Its. That's what it is. All you, eat, all you ate today was applesauce and Cheez-Its and bananas and strawberries, just fruit and Cheez-Its. It's gross, Zozo. Why are you feeding her that? Because that's all she eats. I don't know what else to give her. I give her turkey sandwiches. She won't eat it. I give her chicken. She won't eat it. Burgers. She won't eat it. So you see ketchup and and ranch and butter and and condiments and 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 fruit paste. That's what she likes to eat. Condiments and fruit paste. All right. This is whoo. Back to the grind. All right. I'm gonna go change her diaper and get my summary for karate. She screams at me. And then taking them to karate. And then I got a show tonight. I'll finish this when I get back from uh, from changing this diaper and taking them to karate, man. I don't know. Day 1005. <laughs> Very similar to day, day one. No, day 10. Similar to day 10. Did I run in a big circle? Maybe. Did I learn from it? Definitely. So... Welcome to Daddy No Tells the Saddest Things He Could Think Of. All right, I'm going, phone. I'm going. The alarm went off. All right, I'll be back and finish this. All right, I'm back. And uh, I, I would have put it out yesterday, but I recorded the second half on the wrong mic on my Zoom. So it picked up on the audio. So I'm doing it the next day on Wednesday. And uh, how's your Wednesday been? How's your hump day been? Huh? It's like a two-part podcast. Mine? Frustrating. So I go outside to put up the Christmas lights because my wife's been like, it's already December 4th. We're already at the beginning of December and you still haven't put up the Christmas lights. And I, rah! I mean, she didn't say that, but that's what, that's like the attitude she gave with it, which is, is understandable because I can be very frustrating. And uh, yeah, the the lights, I, I put, a, put them all up. I put all the lights up and then uh, plugged them in and one and a third of them worked. And I put up a bunch, not a bunch, but, you know, 25 minutes worth, worth of work. Well, why didn't you test out the lights? Why didn't you test out the lights before you put them on? That would have been smart, but I didn't. I didn't do that. I trusted in my lights. Why? Because I purchased them last year. 
a person from last year, and I figured, hey, there's no reason for these lights not to work because they've been in this box the entire time, and nobody has messed with them. And sure enough, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to go spend money on these lights. I bought them last year. I'm going to make them work. So I started going down the line of lights to make sure, like, each bulb was plugged in. But by, like, bulb five out of 1,680 or whatever there is, I quit. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going through all these bulbs. So then I was just like, well, maybe it's just one of the lights that doesn't work in the sets. So I took all the sets apart, and then I plugged in each individual one. And, yeah, none of them worked. Only one netting lights. The Lazy Man lights, where you throw them over your bush, and they're like, it's a net of colored lights. You know what? That's not the Lazy Man lights. I'll tell you what the Lazy Man lights are. The Lazy Man lights are lazy person lights, are the ones that you put in your front yard, and it is a projection onto your house. You know what? It's not lazy. It's smart. Because it's not about the effort that you put into your Christmas lights. It's about the presentation. You know, and that is the least amount of effort with a pretty good presentation. The only problem is uh, we bought two of those and each one of them has gotten stolen every year. We've gotten one one year stolen. Next year, got a new we got the newer version that changes and does all these different stolen. Right. Well, why did you chain it up? Chain it up to where it goes in the front yard. I'm supposed to chain, chain it to the ground. Then they're, all they're going to do is steal the chain and the lock. Now they got a chain, a lock and my projection light thing. So I, I thought, well, I'll put up these nets. So I put up the nets and that's all that works. And then out of the string of lights, a third of it works. Like there's a good, like five feet of it works. And then the rest of it out of the 25 feet does, excuse me, doesn't work. So got to go buy new lights. Right now it looks pathetic. Right now I have one bush covered in net lighting and nothing else. And my wife, I told her I was putting up, up the lights today and she was all excited. She's like, finally, it's going to feel like Christmas because apparently Christmas lights are what makes it feel like Christmas. But um, I think she just wants me to do something that's not all bah humbug. She's sad because our whole neighborhood, like out of the seven, eight houses in our area, none of them, only one, our next door neighbor is putting up lights. Nobody else has lights up. Nobody. And she's like, what's wrong? I was like, I love this neighborhood. This neighborhood's all bah humbug. <laughs> they don't put, I used to get mad because my dad would do that. He's like, why do we need to put up lights? We don't need to put up lights. It's a waste of money. You know, we always got to go buy new Christmas lights. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, what's wrong with this old man? This dude's just like Scrooge McDuck over here. Just come on, man. And then now at in my 30s, I'm like, no, dad, you're totally right. You're You're a practical person. I completely understand what you're talking about. And um, they're not worth the effort. But it makes your house look pretty. My son just really wants Christmas lights. That's the only reason I'm doing it. So I got to go buy new Christmas lights. So if you know where to get cheap Christmas lights in San Antonio, and don't don't put in the comments, oh, go to Amazon. Go to, uh, go to Lowe's. Go to Walmart. No, like somewhere on the south side or the east side or the west side, wherever. Tell me where to get some cheap Christmas lights. I want to spend 20 bucks to decorate my house. Or maybe I can just get those lazy man projector lights again. I'll just put spikes around around it that way. That way if they do take it, I mean, yeah, they'll take it, but maybe they'll just get cut too. Hmm? Like the way they used to do those Trump signs. When people would try to take their Trump sign, they had like things that would shock them or like barbed wire around it. So they grab it and they'd stab themselves because 
you know, I think it brings a little bit of hate to Christmas. That's what Christmas is about. A little bit of hate. <sighs> last night was the last night at uh, the Improv Comedy Club for me. I performed there on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And I remember I, the first time I ever got booked there was a Tuesday for an all-star show. And it was 10 people. And then eight years later, I did the very last Tuesday. And there's 12 people. Now, that is progression. In only eight short years doing stand-up, my audience size went from 10 people to 12 people. Uh, if that doesn't tell you that you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path, I don't know what does. No, it was a good set. It was a good set. It was fun. Um, the only part that I did that was cheesy was at the very end of my set. So I do my 20 minutes. I'm like, anyways, last night here. Uh, thank you, River Center. It was fun. And then I, I kissed my hand, like, and then I touched the improv River Center Comedy Club sign. And then I walk off stage and the audience is like, oh, all the 12 people, oh. And then the next comment goes up after me and he's like, you ass, like, why would you do that? You ended on a good joke and they laughed and then, and then you go, oh, oh, well. The end of an era. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. I talked about it yesterday a little bit. <sighs> oh. <clears throat> you hear all that energy? I said that's that stay at home dad slash stand up comedian slash entrepreneur business owner energy where you have none anymore. You just keep going. When you hit zero, when you hit zero energy and there's you're just running on fumes. And then you you dig even harder. And uh, man, the, I learned that from uh, uh, my wife. I don't know how she's where she gets her energy from, but this lady wakes up at five in the morning, three times a week to go work out in the cold, and then and then she comes home and she wakes all of us up, and I make their lunch, and she gets the kids ready for school, and then she we both start a day. She takes them to school. And uh, and then she goes to work. All the time people are like, well, what the hell do you do? Didn't I just say I, she wakes us all up and I make them lunch? Make them lunch so they can take it home. And then I either go work out or go straight to work. Unless I got home like at 2 in the morning from, from doing a comedy show. Then I sleep in until like 9.30. Those are my days. How are you supposed to be an entrepreneur and stay stay asleep till 9.30? Because I, I stay awake till 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning either doing stand-up or editing or a cartoon or or just can't sleep. That's most of it. Just can't sleep. I've learned my sleeping pattern. It's uh, in intervals. I sleep four or five hours at night, and then somewhere within the day, even if it's like 8 o'clock at night, I'll take a nap for like an hour. And that'll, that'll you know, that's probably very bad for you. Probably why I have dark gray circles under my eyes. But that's what I do, so... Anyway, I'll put this podcast out today, Wednesday. I'll be the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club from tonight till Sunday. So come check out one of the shows. Tonight at 8, tomorrow at 8, uh, Friday through Sunday, opening for Clayton English. He won the, uh, what, what was that, Last Comic Standing. He was the last winner of Last Comic Standing. So go go check that out. Go to Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Should be fun. And what's up, Zozo? I got a diamond. Where'd you get a diamond from? With my my desk. You just have diamonds laying in your desk? 
I didn't even know you had diamonds. Hey, we're we're kind of broke. Can we can we sell some diamonds to make some money? All right, let's go do that. Let's go sell these diamonds that you got. Hey, they're not blood diamonds, are they? Oh, you're making the diamonds? I make it with a diamond. Oh, okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I saw it. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, take my kids to karate. Got to take my son to karate. Got to make sure he does his homework. Got to cook dinner. Got a show tonight. Edit some stuff. Do some cartoons. You know, busy work. <laughs> it's life, son. All right, uh, I'll catch y'all next time. Thank you all for listening to Daddy No. And uh, catch you next time. Deuce.